early days of the American frontier, people relied on steam engines to transport them through wild landscapes to spectacular new places. In this current era, we have something that allows for an even greater adventure, the search engine. So make sure you grab your ticket because we are going on a first class ride across the web. Welcome to a very, very special episode of What's Going On. Here we're going to do a quick deep dive into the history of Halloween. So Patrick and I can't see each other at the moment, but we both dressed in a part that kind of fits together. As you can see, I'm clearly Jason. Patrick is clearly Freddy. But we have not seen each other's costumes yet. So we're going to do a quick FaceTime and get a live reaction to see who pulled it off better. All right, Patty, you ready? Oh, it's a competition. I thought we were just trying to have fun with it. Jeez, well, I, I mean, known. it is technically Freddy versus Jason. Even in uh, the We're going to have to have people vote. Yeah, yeah. Vote to see who pulled it see off better. All right, Patty. I'm about to call it. I'll, I'll call you on the, the Facebook thing. Yep, yep. All right. Giving him a ring. And now we wait for the reveal. I'm very excited. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wow. You're just... That's really good. Thanks, Dang. buddy. I got, uh, oh, I got this going on. I forgot you were going to use oh, I'll bring it ice. up for the camera. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. That's awesome. And I am wielding a real machete. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, these are real claws. No. <laughs> well, I mean, the reason why, I think I talked to you about it. When I was at the Spirit Halloween place, the fucking mm-hmm. fake foam machete was like $16. And I was like, oh, my God, for this piece of shit? Yeah. And I was like, all right, I wonder if yeah. I can just go get a real machete and then i found this one for literally five bucks an 18 inch real machete five dollars i'm sure yeah that the quality is not the greatest and it's probably a piece of shit so like we'll not be using this in real life ever <laughs> i mean maybe i don't know while camping or something but yeah dude that's what i don't know you might about. you might need it like two days ago i locked myself out of the house and i had to break in using a machete <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Do you like take the lock with the machete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. How? How did it even get in the keyhole? Well, it it was the like between the edge of the door and like, oh, the door you got frame. the like the you the, like shove it yeah, in there the and then like kind of wiggle it around. I got you. I got you. I wonder what your new neighbors thought. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's why I was like, I've been here a couple weeks. I'm already having to break into my house. It is Freddy outfit too. Fucking <laughs> just rips and yeah. it. <laughs> Freddy's coming for you. Oh my god, that's awesome. I love the makeup actually. I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah. How long did that take? Oh not long at all. No? Like, I don't know. Ten, twenty minutes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this mask actually but, came white. Bridget and I painted yeah, it. Earlier. Yeah, I saw it at uh Party City. Yes, and sir. I did the same thing. That's why I have this like shitty made glove is like, oh yeah, I'm gonna pay like twenty bucks for something that's a piece of junk. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, eh. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. and then you're and like then all they right. had a Freddy mask too that just looked like a senior citizen. And I'm like that doesn't <laughs> even look like him. Like just an old I'll just man. smear some like burn marks on my face. And oh my god. Call it a good day. Have you actually ever seen the Freddy vs Jason movie? Well it's yeah, I've seen Freddy vs Jason, okay. but I haven't seen like a nightmare on Elm Street or yeah, anything yeah, or the, like that. I don't know what the original I know we watched uh 
the Friday the 13th together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them. I don't understand. I don't remember. Like, I was trying to think about it, like, how they even came up with that movie. Like, Freddy versus Jason. How the hell did they tie those two plots together? You know, like, one guy, like, haunts No, dreams, I don't remember it And then all, another guy's, no. like, didn't he, like, I think Jason drowned at a lake? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I don't understand. Whatever. Whatever. I love the, I love the, uh. I love the fit though. This is great. Yeah. I I had to get a little creative with the sweater thing because yeah. apparently finding a sweater at the thrift store in Florida mm-hmm. is pretty hard. I didn't think of that yeah. because no one wears sweaters Very around. True. Is that here. fucking tape? Or what yeah. is it? It's duct tape, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize until you fucking mentioned it. Oh my yeah. god. And it's supposed to be a green sweater too, but I only had black, so it's close enough. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know if you can tell. I've got my big-ass headphones on here, so it doesn't really fit well with the mask. And also, these side holes that are on the side of my mask, I didn't know if I was going to be able to see the screen because I'm fucking blind. So I drilled those in so I could fit my glasses on if necessary. (laughs) I love it. You did a great job with the mask because I saw how shitty the mask looks Mm -hmm. originally. Yeah, that was not That is much better. Thank you. I appreciate it. I was nervous. I kind of low-key... I don't know if you can tell I fucked up on the forehead one, but I think it's far <laughs> enough away on camera that it looks pretty all right. But yeah, the, yeah, I didn't realize this when I bought the mask. All of the holes that are on it are like off center. Like they're all like not. <sighs> and so I like tried to like line up the little top red portion with like the top holes. And then after mm-hmm. I like pulled back, I was like, what the fuck? Is, how did I fuck that up? And then I looked and I was like, oh, they're like half an inch to the right of the eyes. That's why. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Um, another funny thing, last thing, uh, before we get actually into the episode. So today is the, so my other, one of my jobs is the director for, you know, watching kids, you know that, but today's their like Halloween costume day. And I was like, how much of this can I, like, I can get away with the mask and stuff, but I was like, I can't yeah. bring any sort of like even fake machete to, a, to an elementary school. <laughs> Oh my god! So we'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna show up in this garb and see uh, if they let me in or not. <laughs> Just start lurking around the premises. Yeah, Don't even yeah, yeah. Act Just like you're scratching, to be there. scratching the windows, <laughs> following kids closely behind, not oh, saying anything. God. <laughs> Doing that whole, like, murderer slow walk where they just slowly come after you and don't really hustle at all. I'm going to talk about that later in the later in the episode. I got a, I got a lot of stuff to talk about. I, I figured you would for that, Bothers honestly. me. Bothers me quite of a bit. Of all people, yeah. Really upsetting. All right. I right. Let's go ahead and get this um, episode started. I'm going to put down started. the phone here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can still hear you, but I won't. Oh, I can kind of see you where I set you down. You can't see me though. I don't yeah. have a good place for it. Here, let's try this. Let's try this. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. All right, whatever. Doesn't matter. All right, phone going down. Let's go ahead, get into it. So, one thing I wanted to start off actually saying, oh shit, I just smacked my machete against the chair. I'm breaking stuff with this, this fucking thing. Walmart, five dollars, eighteen inch machete. Go get it. One thing I wanted to say, this is probably some of the most dressed up for Halloween I've actually ever gotten. I, uh, hmm. I've been pretty lazy with my costumes. Like, uh, I wanted to say when I was a kid, I think I went as Brett Favre for like five years in a row. 
jeez. Just because. Just because just you had the jersey? Yeah, I had the jersey, and also I was in football going all the way up to high school. And so I had the pads and everything, so it was just super simple. <laughs> oh, my God. What is is this the most elaborate you've gotten? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, when I did, oh, what's his name? Macho Man Randy Savage. I think that was the the most dressed up I did. No, I got you. I, got I don't you. know if you remember that one, but yeah, yeah, it was pretty similar. It was also made with duct tape. This is the same duct tape from the the costume, but <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Not that... no, I didn't like peel it off. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, dude. I was like, how the fuck you've saved duct tape for over a year so you can reuse no, it? No, no. Actually, to tell you how lazy I am with my Halloween costumes, this jacket that I'm currently wearing. I actually used in my last Halloween outfit as well. <laughs> I uh, It was wintertime, obviously, back in Wisconsin. It was a lot colder. And I think Bridget and I were just like, let's go as cowboys, because she had like a cowboy hat, and mm-hmm. I had some boots. So that's what we did with that. Always been pretty lazy. I think another year, I went as like nerds. I literally just taped nerds to my pants. Um, yeah. I mean, we went as cross-country runners when we were, like, in cross-country. I don't know how much more lazy you can get than that. Oh, my God. That's so fucking stupid. That's Everyone so was dumb. so mad at me for that. There, It's like, that's not even a costume. I know. Like, uh, I, think I think so. went to Freak Fest with that whole outfit on, actually. Yeah, yeah. Fucking pictures floating around out there. Insane. Insane. That's awesome. All right. Well. So, obviously, your favorite part of Halloween is not dressing up. Do you have a favorite part, or do you just usually not get too festive about it? Or um, what's your opinion? I think I don't really know. I mean, dressing up's fun and all. I think though that my like favorite part. I apologize. There's a fucking car alarm going off outside. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Um, no, I, I <sighs> dressing up's fine. But the thing is, like, uh, like what we mentioned, I feel like if you really want a good costume, you almost need to spend a shit ton of money for it. And yeah. I don't know. Do, am I really one that's going to spend like, I don't know, 20, 30 bucks on something I'm going to wear once a year? Nah, probably not. So I would have to say, I think my favorite part is obviously just like the parties, hanging out with friends, just socializing, you know? And uh, I feel like with Halloween, everyone's always in like, I don't know, it's a really good mood, you know? Just it's something out of the norm, something a little bit different than just like a regular party, you know? So I feel like it almost gives the like, I don't know, a little purpose in the air, you know? You get a little bit more. Um, I don't know, just happy to be goofy, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know. I'm I'm the same way. I, I yeah. usually don't get too into the costumes, but I like kind of rigging together something for cheap because it adds <laughs> to, like, the, the fun of it. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. Like, and it's also, know, it almost, making like... Making out of duct tape and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, ah, I don't it's... really care, but I'm, <laughs> you get what I'm trying to go for, and I had fun, like, just kind of rigging it together. Yeah, just so. goofing around with it. And I think also there's like a weird little like uh, humorous part of just looking at like a really shitty costume as well. Like you can goof around yeah. and be like, oh, shit, look at me. <laughs> and people are just like, what the fuck? I and don't then know. getting into the, the characters and all of that. Yeah, like yeah. When I was Macho, Macho Man Randy Savage and you were the Undertaker <laughs> and we didn't know that we were wrestlers and we saw each other in the bar. That was fun. That was fucking hilarious. Funny times. Funny times, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess we'll. No, I was yeah. just going to say some of my – do you have a favorite Halloween costume that you've seen? Um, hmm. I know, putting you on the spot. I have one memory. I'll tell the story real quick while you think about it. Okay. Uh, I went to a Halloween party. Uh, we mentioned him a handful of episodes ago, but Nathan Dorn and Scott, 
I think Scott Strauss. I think that's his last name. Uh, both guys went to Stevens Point, where I went to college, and good friends of ours. They did the like SpongeBob, uh, like the grandma and like super old wrinkly brown turd looking bitch <laughs> from SpongeBob. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw pictures of that. Yeah, yeah. and they like, I, I mean, they got pretty drunk. So like throughout the entire night, they just like pretty much stayed in character i heard like chocolate like said a million fucking times yeah i could imagine and that was uh that was quite quite funny to to see i really enjoyed that uh i mean for me i don't know i don't have too many memorable ones like i think i'm gonna have to go with one that like is selfishly about us like uh when you were agnes (laughs) and then i was the uh the old baker and chum was the gingerbread man yes dude that was a good night. I think that that was my favorite like trio there. That was that, that was, that a, was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. During that And another rigged together costume for me. I think I had like an <laughs> egg beater as like a necklace for like a chain or something. <laughs> oh my god. I mean my fucking grandma costume was like almost like my rave gear. I had like rave like pants on and then I just basically like wore a made a hunchback. Yeah, like a sweater <laughs> and and then just like shoved another sweater inside of it, so I had a hunchback. And for some fucking reason, re- reason, reason, I think, uh, I think our house had like a walker in it or something like that. Because I remember having a walker or a cane or something that I was wandering. I think around. you had a cane. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, still, I don't know why the fuck we have a cane, mm-hmm. but <laughs> that was really fun. They had a whole dance party and stuff at a at a basement show. Oh shit, was that the night of the like take a bite of potato and pass it on? Oh, yeah, it was. It was. (laughs) So for some fucking reason, there is this dude who, like, brought – I think maybe it was a potato or something, but he brought a sack of potatoes and then was just, like, eating it fucking raw in the basement of this party. And we were – I think it was either you or I. There was, like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was just like, oh, dude, just take a bite, pass it on. And we're like, what? Just took a bite of the raw potato, handed it to me. And he's like, take a bite, pass it on. And I was like – all right so we all as a group at this party started fucking just eating raw potatoes there must have been like five potatoes being passed around it was and yeah, i think yeah. they all got finished it that was a the crazy good dent thing. on them yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god we we sat out like three minutes for this intro segment and it's been 15 almost <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what I figured would happen. But uh, I guess getting into it a little bit, how did we get to where we are now with uh, Halloween? Yeah, why do we do this? Um, Well, that comes from an ancient uh, Celtic uh, holiday Mm -hmm. known as Samhain. I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. I was going to say, I I was really curious how that was pronounced. I saw the spelling. It it has, like, little pronunciation guides, but I feel like everyone I've seen is actually different, mm-hmm. and it looks nothing like how it's supposed to be pronounced, so <laughs> that's my best go of it. Beautiful. Um, but it means summer's end, and that was basically a festival to celebrate the end of the harvest season, uh-huh. um, and then it was also the end of their year. Mm-hmm. So the, the next day was um, their big you know, New Year's celebration, basically. And uh, the night before, since there was this transition line between, you know, summer and the, you know, dark winter season Mm -hmm. between one year and the next year, they thought that a lot of other lines were kind of blurred and, like, easily able to be crossed, Yeah, such as, like, the line between this world and, like, the underworld. And so it was thought that 
there were there were spirits around yep. that there were monsters kind of roaming around the the city and then also that spirits of uh people's ancestors were out so they would set out food for them and offerings to please the spirits and then not encounter any bad luck from you know having dissatisfied spirits yeah. <laughs> uh knocking at your door <laughs> hey um but i thought it was interesting that sometimes they would uh dress up as well when they would go out because they wouldn't want um spirits or fairies to kidnap them and they didn't want their past relatives apparently to notice them they're like oh no i don't want, i don't want to be associated with you anymore yeah yeah you're you're long but, uh, gone <laughs> but so basically uh the night they'd have um some bonfires um do some rituals to kind of please those spirits and then they'd all go to bed early so they had to have less contact with the actual spirit world mm. and they'd you know put out all of their bonfires uh to show that darkness has taken over and then the next day for the start of the new year they'd light a giant fire at the hill of clacta another word that looks nothing like how it's said <laughs> but it's you know this big big hill with like a basically like a fort on top mm-hmm. and that was to celebrate the victory of light over dark okay um and to kind of signal that the the spirits could now be welcomed safely back into their home and so the next day was followed with a lot of feasts and uh, stuff like that, and the the extra food that was set out for the spirits was actually given away to those less fortunate and all of that. So it was oh, actually a very nice that's kind of cool like, celebration. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really hear about that. It's very strange that one day they'd be like, "Oh, here's our like peace offering to the spirits," and like, "Oh, didn't eat shit. All right, I guess we'll just give them to <laughs> the poor." Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a weird superstition thing, like leaving cookies out for Santa. Like, yeah, I you was... leave them out, they don't get eaten, and then the next day you're just like, okay, well, I got some cookies. Yeah, now. I was gonna yeah. ask. I was gonna literally ask. I was like, why? Why? I, I don't know. There's probably not an answer we're gonna actually have, but like, why did we think that like spirits were so fucking hungry? Like, why food? Is that like just the only thing we could really give them at the time? Like, I don't. It's very strange. I, isn't I it? think it's it's like an offering. You know, you're trying to please them, and like, I don't know what other type of offering you're gonna give them. Like, unless you want to sacrifice someone oh. or something like that. Now like, we're talking. It's just kind of an easy way to be hospitable towards them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny, though, that also, like, it, it just kind of seems there's some similarities between what I'm about to talk uh, about next. Um, that it, it's funny that they, like, make they give them offerings kind of because they're like, all right, you're my ancestor, but I want you to stay dead. Like, stay there, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I honor you and respect you, but please, like, just I don't want to see you. Like, just hang out. I'll see you. <laughs> I mean, aren't you sometimes like that with your alive family, too? Yeah, like, yes. I love you, but... <laughs> You, but it's been come a over week too much recently. I need to get away. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I uh I completely understand. Is that all that you have for them? Uh yeah, just about. I mean, that tradition kind of uh morphed over time and there were people who started going out in costumes yeah. to ask Clearly. for, you know, pretending to be spirits and stuff like that to get offerings. Really, uh, and all that. <laughs> to get off yeah. like, I'm a spirit, give me some food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, that's awesome. 
but yeah and then basically if, if a household uh did not you know provide offerings it was thought that they'd have bad luck and a spoiled harvest for the year so that's kind of the earliest form of you know trick or treat you yeah. know you give a treat otherwise you oh. have like a bad uh consequence from it i do like that it's interesting that was also the new year at the time isn't it like that's yeah. such a that's very early it got pushed back quite a bit of days here in modern uh arrow very yeah. interesting i mean it's because you know back in those times like your whole life probably re- revolved around the harvest yeah you know? yeah no i so mean it had to one, once that ended like oh well i mean you might as well start the the new cycle <laughs> yeah everything important is done so now we're just canon <laughs> all right well next comes in some ancient rome influence between about 58 bc to 50 bc our good man julius caesar salad I, i'm sorry i i fucking wrote that joke i uh was initially doing my research you julius. really didn't even commit to that no. like as soon as it came out of your mouth you're like i'm sorry that was a terrible I, joke. it is it, it's just that cheesy ass joke that you're just like oh god but you write it and you're like i need to at least mention it julius caesar uh he was busy conquering the gauls and celts in what is now modern day france and the british isles um and in an effort to help the conquered assemble to their abrupt new lifestyle the romans had a very interesting way of basically combining their religious practices to the conquered and i don't know if they were the first ones to do that but it kind of became a practice that was pretty well uh copied throughout the rest of history damn dogs barking one second (laughs) gotta close that window it's gonna get real hot in here now you're gonna see me i'm gonna be a pile of sweat at the end of this um (laughs) so Romans had some pretty similar traditions. Uh, They basically had it separated, though, into two days. The one that was most uh, common to the conquered uh, was uh, pronounced feralia. It's basically the same thing where they essentially honor the dead and... Just like the other people, they would make like decorative wreaths, put down like food, like grain, salts, uh, bread soaked in wine, which I thought was uh, pretty interesting. They said that appeased their ancestors uh, the most. And then uh, some violets that actually really uh, symboled like passing on um, back in the day, which I thought was pretty cool. So they go ahead, drop it off. And it was also a tradition with the Romans that they would take like a picnic down for themselves to the burial site of their ancestors and that they would eat with their fallen relatives. I thought that was pretty interesting Mm. where, you know, they were saying like, Oh, we're going to drop the food off. And then like, I don't know, go home, go to bed pretty early on. And the Romans are like, fuck it. Let's kick it for a bit. The gramps like, (laughs) um, very, very interesting. Pop a beer open on their, their headstone. (laughs) Pour pour a little bit out for the, for the fallen (laughs) respect. (laughs) (laughs) Another uh, interesting uh, tradition that I wanted to mention uh, was that on this holiday, it was actually forbidden to get married or to worship any gods, and all temples had to be closed. So they weren't, like, fucking around at all. They are like, this is a day specifically for just honoring the dead, which I thought was actually pretty cool. Very respectful, it seems like. Very respectful. And while I was doing a little bit of research, I actually wrote down just the tiniest little bit of this um in 2012 i believe it was in oh man where is this where i want to say it was actually rome uh they were basically like building a car parking lot 
And while they were, like, digging up the, like, gravel to be able to, you know, just basically pour in the cement and shit, they actually came across a Roman, like, burial grounds that was used for this holiday. And it had just, like, a Mm. shit ton of, like, um, urns that had a bunch of, like, salt grains, other things like that. Had a bunch of, uh, uh, weirdly enough, like, a bunch of, like, children's, like, uh, remains that were in there. And I just thought that'd be really, <laughs> what a day of construction, you know, for your regular job. You're just like going digging and then all of a sudden there's just like kids' bones like being popped up. <laughs> Ancient Roman bones, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, I don't know, I, I'm just a child, so I thought this was funny, but it was called, uh, it was found on Butt Road, the car park site. <laughs> and, and that got super popular because of the uh, Roman burial ground that was found. It's just a cool little tidbit there. So I mentioned before that there was two holidays that they celebrated. The second one was actually the day after Feralia, and that was called Pomona. Uh, And the use of this holiday, the purpose of celebrating it, was to honor the goddess of fruit and trees. Uh, Her symbol was the apple, and it actually is uh, bobbing for apples. It can be traced all the way back to Pomona's influence. And so, like, it, it, back in the day, they would, like, bob for apples. Just be, I don't know. They didn't really say exactly what they did to celebrate her. And another, like, weird fact is that there's no historical records of, like, any type of, like, calendar or anything like that that Romans actually celebrated this day. Uh, but it was just passed down from, like, I don't know, word of mouth pretty much. Um, yeah. Which I thought oh. was very interesting, you know, something they didn't write down, but they're like, "Oh, hey, like this is this goddess that really, you know, took care of us." I wonder fruit. if it actually happened on the same day every year, if it was just kind of like, "Oh, hey, I think it's about time <laughs> for that celebration again." Most likely, most likely, I had no idea. <laughs> I thought it was really. I just can't believe though that like it was never written down on a calendar or anything like that. But like all the way up to modern era, we were like, "Oh yeah, we like do this and celebrate this." um you know goddess and the fact that we still bob for apples today as like a weird little holiday tradition that's pretty interesting that it has just a random little like tidbit of history like that isn't it yeah yeah definitely another thing have, that I have you was... ever been bobbing for apples yes yes i have a handful of times i think mainly when i was younger but i think there was also mm-hmm. i think we threw a halloween party at 3121 main street last house i lived in stevens point big shout out and we had bobbing for apples um I don't know, just as like a Halloween game, but it's like fucking impossible. I there's some technique or something to it. I know that like people are always like uh, bite the like uh, what's it called? It's not the vine of the apple. You know what I'm saying? The stem, the stem, the stem. Yeah, you you can't do that. You're supposed to just, like chomp onto it, but it's so hard. I don't get it. Very. Have you bought for apples? Uh, when I was a kid, I. I think I remember I was good at it, but that's probably just me trying to remember it like that. I was the fucking I was probably best. actually terrible. <laughs> we should bob for apples on a video for this. Oh, see if we fun. can uh see if we can actually get her. Have like a competition or but, something. Yeah, who can get it the fastest? We just, we're just drowning ourselves on that's such camera. an interesting like I don't know. Tradition. I don't know. Way to like pick apples or something. Yeah, like it just why is that what you choose to do with them? I don't know. Throw them in some fucking water. Uh, last thing I wanted to say about this, though, I yesterday was literally driving around and I got a video of it because I didn't fucking believe it. But it was a sticker, like a bumper sticker on the back of a car that had like a little apple in the middle and like a little triangle, like, I don't know, like goddess like sticker. And it literally said Pomona on it. And I was like, what are the fucking odds that <laughs> I would come behind wow. a car that has this specific of a sticker? I don't know if there's like a Pomona, Colorado high school or something like that. But I was like, how... Like, 
I feel like just these things happen. Like how crazy is that we do the history of Halloween and then the very next day I see a sticker about it, right? Yeah. That's... I mean, the same thing happened with me and the the stoplights. I mentioned <laughs> that I had never seen them be changed before. And then oh, literally the next God. day when I was driving, I saw it. I'm like, what are the odds? No, I don't know. It's, I don't know. There's some weird shit going on in the universe for sure. So does right. that mean we're gonna like see Freddy or Jason yeah, we're, coming up? We're gonna die tomorrow during Halloween, actually. <laughs> we're mocking them dressed up as we him. do They're it for you. Pissed. The fans. Yeah. It's worth it. <laughs> we're gonna get haunted and killed for you guys. All right. For our, our, our fifty plus audience. <laughs> all right, that's basically all that Roman influence changed about it. And so the next thing that came in was the good old Catholic Church with everything. So Patty, take us off with it. Yep. So as uh, Christians wanted to spread Christianity to basically everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a good job, too. Yeah, they really did. Um, but it was Pope Gregory the first kind of came up with the idea, instead of just eliminating pagan holidays, to instead incorporate Christian holidays into ones that had already existed. Um, and that was kind of his way of trying to like in, infiltrate different religions and put the the Christian spin on there without kind of seeming like we're taking over. Yeah. And so from there there was a holiday called All Saints Day mm-hmm. or originally All Martyrs Day, oh. but then it was later expanded to All Saints and it was actually pretty similar tradition of trying to remember the dead and you know kind of give Give praise to those. It wasn't as like family related, but yeah, um, still kind of a similar vibe about spirits and all that. So eventually, those two kind of started mingling as you know Christians tried to spread their views and their holidays. And this was also called uh, All Hallows. That was another name for it, okay. coming from the Middle English word All Hallowmes. Or something meaning All Saints Day. Yeah, I I don't know why that that's it. That's what it is. All right, but that was celebrated on November first. Mm-hmm. But the Celtic people wanted to continue with their celebrations that they've you know had for generations. So they still had a celebration the night before on All Hallows Eve, which eventually got changed to Halloween because hmm. it's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of days all saying pretty much the same thing. Yeah, yeah, basically. And uh that that's how we got the the name Halloween there. And then I don't know if you had something for All Souls Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So pretty much the day after All uh, I mean basically what's uh, you know, Hallow's Eve and stuff like that. Uh be in like later AD the church uh the Catholic Church basically made November 2nd all souls day and what all souls day was was pretty much a day it's all pretty much the same shit where everyone's celebrating you know the the dead but this day specifically were it was for the dead that was stuck in purgatory they weren't quite like they were like just too covered in sin to be allowed into heaven but they weren't like bad enough to go into hell <laughs> i guess yeah and so they basically just like floating around and so it basically i I don't know it it became tradition to say like oh hey if you like pray even for like a random soul maybe if you're able to get like enough prayers during this like time 
that you're going to be able to like get into uh, heaven, I guess. It was very, I don't know. I think it's very strange uh, that they would incorporate that. But at least they were like looking out for people who weren't even like really related to them. You know, they like finally gave a day for it. So yeah, it had some good, uh, good meaning behind it. And this day was also really celebrated by, you know, huge bonfires, parades. And then uh, people really like to either dress up as a saint, angel or devil, uh, basically to show to help the others like move on to whatever destination they truly were able to, go <laughs> to land. <laughs> Uh, and this holiday actually is quite similar to the Day of the Dead, actually, which I thought was very interesting. Super, super similar. And uh, so I just, before I even wanted to get into the Day of the Dead, I wanted to bring up, like, isn't it insane how all of these different practices and different, like, cultures... I mean, obviously, they were conquering one another and stuff like that. But before they were even mm-hmm. conquered, they still had around the same like, time. This basically, yeah. Basically the same holiday, you know? Yeah. It's it, it just blows my mind. And then, like, as, like, they're getting conquered, they're like, oh, yeah, here's, like, the most minor of changes. Like, let's just go ahead and slap that in because we're basically already doing the same shit. Um, yeah. And it's all around the same time. That, that, that. Uh, I don't know, that blows my mind. That's also, I mean, like we're going to talk about later with like alcohol, how like other cultures pretty much came up with alcohol with different foods and stuff. But how, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone. I, started- well, I mean, I think some of that was kind of changing around holidays because originally uh, All Saints Day was or All Martyrs Day was in March. And mm-hmm. then it got moved to when the the holiday of what was it? Saw when was just to kind of spread their their influence. So. Okay. Okay. But it is interesting that they have like very similar, you know, holidays being celebrated. Yeah, yeah, no, honestly. And then once like Christian influence like kind of came through, then it kind of just like blew past everything else and then everything else kind of just like, I don't know, assimilated to the new um belief. But mm-hmm. one thing I really wanted to say about the Day of the Dead uh so before the spanish came over and conquered mexico uh the aztec like empire was known to be around for about a hundred years or a full century before the spanish influence came and the span or the aztecs actually celebrated something really similar to this as well here one sec i apologize i'm looking for what it is uh but instead they pretty much washing the tabs yeah dude i'm drowning in the tabs again i i only it's a pretty minimal tab day i tried to come prepared but i'm still trying to find <laughs> only 12 tabs and i'm still drowning dude <laughs> but no so this uh, uh uh the aztecs uh really recognized this uh goddess of death and the underworld named Ah, oh, dude, I watched so many videos trying to pronounce this. Mictecasihuatl. What? Fuck me. Whatever. You get the idea. That was perfect. I'll, yeah, that was... <laughs> it actually had fuck me in the name, believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, Very long. Yeah, her history is really dark, actually. But she was celebrated throughout the entire ninth month of the Aztec calendar, so, and this month, uh, weirdly enough, is a 20-day month that started around late July and then ended, like, middle of August, early August. Uh, so, the reason why I say her history is dark is because, basically, she was sacrificed as a baby 
and somehow magically grew up to adulthood in the underworld where she met her husband who basically like was in control of the underworld and his name i don't know why they had to do this is basically spelled the exact same way but just with like four letters different so i'm not even going to try and say his thing (laughs) (laughs) little ridiculous Uh, interesting thing about this celebration is that usually consisted of burning incense a lot of song and dance and a lot of blood sacrifice believe it or not uh, so that was oh, wow. pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of blood sacrifice um, because she was in charge. <laughs> they didn't want to just do food. No, no, fuck that. We needed to really make sure that she's satisfied. Yeah, I mean, she's like the can. queen of the underworld. You know, I mean, That's I guess true. in that time I would be able to understand. But she'll yeah. be eating skulls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of skulls, actually, uh, so her like symbol we talked about with Pomona was an apple. Her big thing was actually the skeleton, as you could imagine, and the skeletal jaw to be uh exact because it both resurrect it both meant like death and resurrection in one while she was murdered and sacrificed uh she was basically resurrected in the underworld and it was given you know a new task a new purpose and the reason why blood sacrifices were so common with her is because there was a huge myth that she and her husband collected bones so they could someday return to the land of the living and be restored as gods i don't know if there was like a number of bones they needed to be able to become a god, but <laughs> I guess that's all you need. Pretty easy to become a god, I guess. So yeah, blood sacrifices, doing a lot for uh, uh, for the goddess and then her husband, uh, and then the Spanish came, basically took on over, and obviously the Spaniards were Catholic and they were trying to basically just like stomp out all like indigenous beliefs and like tried to destroy their temples burn their idols even their like books and records and stuff like that uh so they moved on from the peaceful integration approach to yeah yeah you're you're just doing it our way now (laughs) love jesus damn it But ironically, out of all like people that they were trying to conquer, uh, the Aztecs were pushing back like the hardest they like ever been like pushed back. Uh, they were really, really, really stuck in their ways. Blood sacrifices all the way. I mean, that could really put a lot of fear into into your bones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so actually they basically came to some type of like conclusion they're they're like fuck it doesn't matter we're gonna like kind of blend in together Uh, you know like what the romans did they kind of took a little bit of like bits and pieces from you know each other's uh, religious beliefs and one of the biggest compromises is actually moving that date from you know the like late july august to october 31st to november 2nd you know which is why Day of the Dead is, you know, the day it actually is. Oh, God. Lost in the tabs. Clicked on the wrong one. Uh, But the reason why the Day of the Dead has, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've heard about it. You know, the, like, candy skulls, all the bones, everything Mm -hmm. like that. Like, it's so – it's basically just Day of the Dead themed, you know? Like, you can't think of Day of the Dead without thinking of bones. And that actually goes all the way back to the indigenous beliefs of the Aztecs, you know, with this, like, goddess of death, which I thought was super cool. I really appreciated that. And uh, I'm sure you've heard of the story of the Virgin Mary, right? That's another huge um, belief. Uh, Don't tell the old church I used to go to, but I guess I'm vaguely familiar with it, but I couldn't remember. Well, like, I don't know. It's a really big thing down in, like, Mexico, in Mexico City. It actually is one of, like, the most, like, holy sites 
um, is the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe, which basically uh, Juan Diego, an indigenous Mexican farmer, was told to build a shrine by for this like Virgin Mary, um, which I'm guessing like contributes to you know Christian you know Virgin Mary, and mm-hmm. uh, she just basically blew up. This is like I said, like the most like holy site in all of like Mexico City, and became a huge part of like the Virgin Mary. I'm sure. Have you like uh, at least seen movies where they had like candles with like the Virgin Mary like printed on them and stuff like that? Yeah, like yeah. horror movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, yeah. you know, with the Day of the Dead having skulls and also the Virgin Mary being a huge presence, you can actually like instill modern day era see just like the blending of the two cultures, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was uh, very interesting. Uh, a little tidbit of history. I don't know. Yeah, I I love all the like weird things you you see nowadays, and you just think, why why is it like that? Yeah, and yeah. It just pretty... goes back so far. Yeah, and people have just been passing it on for so long. It's really cool. It starts from just like stories, you know, like the Virgin Mary thing is, was just like a story, you know, some type of like religious thing, and now like it's so integrated into like you know uh, culture in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, it's in movies I... now. It's I don't know. Yeah. I, it blows my mind. I do have a, another good story um, that relates to today. If you are, yeah, no, Day I'm, of the Dead. I'm pretty much done. One last thing though, I would love to go to Mexico for like Day of the Dead. I thought that'd be so fucking <laughs> yeah. cool. Oh my god! And apparently, to see Mexico City sinking, as we discussed yep. in another yep. podcast. Yep. <laughs> All right, sorry, I'd you like can take over, buddy. Oh uh, no worries. Um, so. As we progress more towards the Middle Ages, the Samhain festival kind of transformed a little bit. Uh, people started carving turnips mm-hmm. and placing uh, fire inside of them. Uh, turnips? Which, yes, yes, turnips. That's not so pumpkin, small. Which, uh, yeah, I know. That's what they had, though. <laughs> yeah. They had to make do. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the vegetable represented the, the harvest and the... The fire inside represented, you know, light triumphing over darkness again. So they kind of maintained that similar, you know, association there uh, that they had celebrated previously. But then how it actually became to become called a jack-o'-lantern and to uh, get to a pumpkin, there's a very interesting folktale that goes around uh, with it about a man named Stingy Jack. Uh, So... (laughs) I mean, as the name implies, this this uh, might be a little interesting story. Yeah, um, yeah. He uh, apparently, I they didn't have much background on why this was, but apparently one day he invited the devil to have a drink with him. What? You know, because that's just <laughs> what casual every normal person does. Yeah. You know, just go drinking <laughs> with the devil. Uh, and then, you know, they're having a good time. They get to the end of the night, but uh, Stingy Jack is pretty stingy, and he didn't want to have to pay for the drinks. So he convinced the devil <laughs> to turn himself into a coin to pay for the drinks uh, so he didn't have to pay, basically. But then the devil complied, which I was very surprised that the devil is just like, <laughs> He oh, was just yeah, wasted. Whatever. He was wasted. That's uh, right. But, but uh, w- once he did that, Stingy Jack put the coin in his pocket and kept it next to a silver cross. Oh. So the devil couldn't transform back, and he actually just kept the devil like as a prisoner um eventually you know the devil was very not pleased and they reached an agreement that uh the devil wouldn't bother jack for a year which 
was not a very long time, in my opinion. Like, I don't think you'd make uh, enemies with the devil and then only ask for a year reprieve. Um, <laughs> but then uh, if, if he would die, he, uh, the devil also agreed not to take a soul to hell. Huh. But then barter. when that year comes up, they meet again. You know, because obviously you want to hang out with the guy who trapped you as a coin for a long period of time. <laughs> Fuck yeah, get, let's get drinks again. Uh, so they're hanging out, and they see a fruit up on a tree, and Stingy Jack convinces the devil to climb up the tree the to fu- retrieve it for them. And while he's up there, uh, Jack carves a cross into the bark so the devil couldn't come back down from the tree and was stuck up there. Hmm. Uh, so then... They had to make he had to make another deal uh, in order to basically release him and that he wouldn't bother him for ten more years, which Jack learned that one year is not enough time. Yeah. But then shortly afterwards, Jack died for right. a mysterious reason. Uh and he tried to get into heaven, but God would not allow that because of his, you know, antics that he was pulling. Um, and due to the agreement that they had, that he had with the devil, the devil couldn't collect his soul either. So, since that time, he Jack himself. Yeah, he he's been wandering the earth with a coal inside of a car of turnip, you know, to go along <laughs> with the festival that they were saying. And he has been roaming the earth ever <laughs> since as like you know a lost spirit in a turnip uh, named Jack of the Lantern. Or Jack O'Lantern. Okay. Okay. Um, and then how that actually gets into pumpkins. It being a pumpkin instead of a turnip is, um, th- you know, this was in the Ireland region and all of that. Yeah. And then how Halloween actually comes to America and gets more popular is when there was an influx of Irish immigrants, mm-hmm. you know, especially during like the potato famine and all of that. Oh, yeah. They brought their traditions to the U.S. But then the local produce was a bit different, and pumpkins are, which I did not know, native to the U.S. Oh. and readily available. Really? Um, and then they also just made a much better carving surface than oh, yeah, a turnip. Turnip is so little. How do you how do you carve? I was gonna say, I think it'd be a very interesting video if we carved a turnip. Made little turnips. Yeah, like yeah. little turnip lanterns. Oh. I'm sorry. I hope I'm not interrupting anything. I have just sad news. No, no. All right. So Bridget and I, thank you, Colorado. Bridget and I carved our pumpkins last weekend. I thought it was really cute. Uh, we just did more of like traditional, you know, faces. Didn't need to get too crazy with it. I went more with like a Jack Skellington type mm. of face. It turned out quite well. Had some teeth and everything into it. We brought them outside. Very next fucking day, snowstorm. Didn't know that was coming snowstorm we got like i don't know seven inches or so and obviously it was freezing outside and now today and like you know this entire week because colorado's like this we get a snowstorm like two days later 65 degrees so with the pumpkin freezing and getting snow to it and then thawing they're basically fucking smush now yeah they they like already deflated down to like the ground and i was like nice dude (laughs) so now that Halloween's here, our pumpkins are fully ruined, and I don't know. Sounds like I'm buying a fucking turnip tonight. Yeah, there you go. That'd be fun. <laughs> it would, it would, but I don't know. Like turnips are so, I don't know, dude. Like apple size. What's the I, like? I I don't think I've ever seen a super large turnip. I yeah, I don't know. 
I I don't even know where you would get a turnip, honestly. I, besides farmers markets, I mean, maybe at the grocery yeah. store. I guarantee at the grocery store. But like, isn't it interesting also that you can't really buy? It's a, I mean, pumpkins are native to America, but you can't really buy a pumpkin unless it's like late Halloween. Is that just because that's the time that they're ripened? I think they just take so long to grow. Yeah, true, and true. They're quite like, large. That's when it goes. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, dude. Honestly, I might try and buy a fucking turnip tonight. I think that'd be a fun little surprise. <laughs> yeah, and then tell Bridget, oh, this stems from the Celtic tradition. <laughs> she of... actually fucking knew. We were talking about this episode, really? and she was like, oh, do you know Jack Lannan's were fucking turnips? And I was like, how the... I don't even fucking know that. What? How do you know that? Yeah. Does she know the story about Jack of the Lantern? No, no. I I really enjoyed that. I actually, like, when I was researching the next thing I'm about to mention, I came across that story. I didn't hear the whole gold coin piece, but I did hear about him climbing up to a tree and then hmm. him basically, like, not getting allowed into either one. And so I, like, told her that story. And she was like, huh. <laughs> Turnips, though. I <laughs> think she kind of just, like, blew up the story. <laughs> Interesting stuff. All right. So I mentioned what we were going to get into next, and that is going to be the history of trick-or-treating. Patrick, do you know anything about this? Uh, a little bit. I know that, um, as I kind of mentioned, they did some door-to-door visits during this Samhain festival uh, You know, later on yeah. to kind of develop uh, into a practice called guising to go with disguise oh. because they dress up in different costumes and kind of, you know, masquerade as spirits hmm. uh carrying their lanterns and all of that and then asking for like you know little cakes and stuff oh dude that's fucking crazy i literally did not know that and i did research for this that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> the thing that i got up which i think kind of makes it a little bit more like current era wise uh so when christianity took over um around you know whenever it happened we talked about it before the custom of trick-or-treating uh, began through a European tradition called souling. On November 2nd, or All Souls Day, pretty much like early Christians would travel from village to village, you know, trying to spread the word of God initially, but they would also beg for soul cakes. So they would go door to door. And what a soul cake is, is pretty much a square piece of bread with currants or currants. I don't know how to fucking pronounce it. Eat me. Um <laughs> And currants, I knew you're, I don't know if you were interested at all, but I was. Currants are basically a certain type of raisin that's made from like a very tiny little grape that's like been dried okay. and then baked. I wanted it. to ask, but I didn't want to be like, oh, you don't know what that is? No, no, no. I, no. I never heard of it. I literally was like writing this down and I was like, Patrick's going to want to know what this is. So I like researched it. <laughs> um, also, very off topic, I didn't know there were so many fucking grapes, dude. Oh my God. It's crazy oh, how many geez. different. Just like the mint? Yeah. Little things like that. You're like, oh, yeah, that's a grape. And you're like, no, that's actually like one of the, like, I don't know, 500 types of grape. I'm sure it's all wine-wise, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I've seen there's even cotton candy grapes, not to get too off no, topic. I no, still haven't right. bought them, but I see them in the supermarket. I, I'm like, are, are they, they new? Just like really are they sweet? a new grape? Like a kid at that I was working with that I talked about earlier in my job, it was like, my favorite grapes are cotton candy grapes. And I was like, that's not a fucking thing. And they were like, yeah, it is. And I was like... Let me look it up. And I looked it up and I was like, how the fuck does a kid know more about grapes than I do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny, funny. Um, but soul cakes, back to soul cakes. Uh, so the uh, Christians would go around from village to village or beggars begging for these soul cakes. 
And every like soul cake that they received, they'd basically be making a promise to the givers of the soul cakes that they would pray on behalf of the del- dead relatives of you know the you know the family and whatnot. And so as you got more and more and more treats you know, little soul cakes here, you'd just be basically praying at the end of the night, you know, you know, saying like good graces to this family. And, uh, you know, I appreciate it and blah, blah, blah. And slowly over time, I think it just became more into candy. But I think that also, I mean, we have a little note here that it like it, it was to make Halloween safer or something like that. And so I think Patrick's got some details for us with that. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. I guess when the Irish kind of brought over their tradition, some of it was kind of the mischief that went along with guising and all of that, mm-hmm. um, and that didn't really kind of create a good environment for you know a, a family holiday. So a lot of communities kind of tried to put a a squash to that just because they didn't want a bunch of like vandalism and all of that. And then as the baby boom started to happen and there were more and more children, you know, town leaders were successfully able to kind of almost market Halloween towards being a kids-centric party um, where where the kids would be participating instead of, you know, grown-ups being probably trashed and... (laughs) Just causing havoc. <laughs> Getting fucking wasted in a goddamn skeleton costume. <laughs> but it, it was basically a, a, a uh, you know, a cheap way back in those days because, you know, those were the days of the wo- World War Two and mm-hmm. all of that um, to kind of get together as a community, um, you know, celebrate all of the, the kids that they had because they had just gotten back from the war and then, you know, keep the, the neighborhood safe. Yeah. Just uh, was there anything else you wanted to say? I don't want to interrupt. No, no. That I mean, and then that's basically what we now know today as regular trick or treating. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I just wanted to go off that. Um, I wanted to throw some dates out there. It was about 1920 to 1950 that in America, uh, we started doing more trick or treating. Number one, because there was so much like van- like Halloween for some reason became the perfect time. Well, it's just like the. <clears throat> sense of fear and like you know like ooh spookiness that i feel like people are like we need to prank we need to do shit let's egg someone's house let's i don't know yeah do, do stupid and you're shit. in a costume too so you yeah you're hidden you feel like a badass you know you get that but it was around 1920 to 1950 in between there that uh mm-hmm. cities decided to like hey like let's start doing like trick-or-treating and like revamping this and it was like a safe way for kids and like adults and stuff to be out and since there were so many people out and about it was harder for like you know vandals and you know little scumbags to like do stuff just because people were out and about um Mm. which i thought was actually a really clever way you know bringing back an old halloween tradition while also keeping a city safe like that's pretty smart isn't it like hats off to those guys that figured it out I also thought that uh, so as trick or treating became more popular, I, I thought this was very interesting. That it, it, so in that time, Halloween then you know started coming around and going to homes and stuff like that. But before like the you know the nineteen like thirties or so, uh, like Halloween like parties and stuff would usually be at like you know like town centers, and so like the like little town would gather as a party. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Like that's that I couldn't imagine like uh, a town or a city being that close. They're like, hey, everyone, just like come on in. And you're like, you know, I don't know, village yeah. center, and just like fucking hang out. Like no one would ever do that these days. It's crazy to me. And that wasn't long ago. That's one century ago. Yeah, 
Absolutely I mean, insane. I don't know. It, it, yeah, it is interesting how we're more connected, but at the same time, kind of less yeah. locally connected because of that. Yeah. I, yeah. The more, yeah, yeah. Very strange. Very strange. And also, I think that's why vandalism became super popular was because everyone's going to these town centers. You know, everyone's like, oh, fuck it. Like, we have something to do today with, you know, old Billy Bob down the road here. We're going to go bring the kiddos there. And then, you know, if everyone's busy, <laughs> robbers, vandals are like, let's go back and get them. <laughs> uh, interesting stuff. Trick-or-treating is so crazy to me. I'm really interested to see how trick or I don't know if there's going to be any difference with COVID. What do you think? Less trick-or-treaters or... I don't think there's going to be, like, any trick-or-treaters, honestly. Yeah. I did see a really cute uh, – there are a couple of methods where there's, like, a guy with a pulley system who's, like, you know, pulling, like, a little rope thing and has, like, a bucket that goes across his, like, lawn to, like, drop off a piece of candy. I liked that. Huh. But hmm. that kind of sounds like a huge pain in the ass. I'm sure his shoulders are going to be, like, exhausted by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. As a parent, do you want to, like, be – introducing your kid to a bunch of like random strangers who might no. have a sickness like no get that no, not at all not at all i'd be like fuck it let's go to walmart i'll buy you the like 15 dollar bag of like you know i don't know two thousand pieces of candy and you can i don't know get your cavities that trick way. or treat around that. the house yeah <laughs> oh that'd be kind of cool like an easter egg hunt but like candy <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd be pretty cool actually all right yeah so that's halloween now we're going to move into Halloween horror films. One thing I'm very, very excited to talk about, just because horror is your man's main genre and my entire family's genre. So one thing I wanted to mention that I thought was quite interesting was that while there are some horror movies that are specifically tailored to the concept of Halloween, like mm-hmm. the movie Halloween... <laughs> <laughs> oh really yeah. uh most horror movies have no like halloween association and instead the halloween or like the holiday like tends to almost piggyback off of like horror movies just because it's like a, a, a spooky time you know the holidays you know yeah. uh, old topics used to revolve around death and uh it just kind of creates this like scary atmosphere that almost is like too perfect for you know a horror movie like Halloween creates this like lustful urge to like watch death and just like, or just get the fear of death put in people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, And so ironically, uh, one thing else I wanted to mention was that like, so normally Halloween comes around and obviously COVID's taken, you know, movie theaters and stuff pretty much to a a halt. But yeah, normally a bunch of horror movies that are super successful would normally release around, you know, the Halloween time and it also just got you know society like vamped up for you know that type of like feel and like atmosphere and whatnot it's also something a little spooky as like night kind of creeps in a little early than usual you know cold air you know old like like dried up leaves kind of crackling around oh man yeah and that was part of the whole you know origin of kind of a spookier time too is especially back in those days when you don't have electricity and all this and your days are just getting magically shorter you mm-hmm. know and your plants aren't growing and all that and it's a food getting time scarce ahead. yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> kind of makes for a concerning time yeah yeah other little tidbits while i was diving deep into halloween like horror films and stuff like that was that so because so many like movies horror movies like uh there's all they have to be smart about when they release their movie right and mm-hmm. so many big name movies that you know like uh just to throw some names off like paranormal activity saw 
they would all time their release to be around Halloween that a lot of smaller movies would basically get like drowned out from just all the noise the other movies were creating. And so a lot of um, a lot of uh, horror movies would push back on their like release date to find a different date to like when they could release. And that happened so frequently with like, you know, this more common era that uh, there is now known in the horror movie genre as the other October, which is basically the start of January to about late February. And you'll see another huge like influx of horror movies being released during that time. And I was like, really, I don't believe that, blah, blah, blah. And so I did a little deep dive. And so here's just a quick, quick list of movies that did that. And because they did that, were super successful when they came out. Cloverfield, Mama, The Devil Inside, mm-hmm. and Tremors, all of which I have seen. I mean, Tremors came out in 1994, I believe. So, like, obviously we were... Oh, yeah. So you saw it right when it came out. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I wasn't even born yet. It was in my mom's stomach. And I just I listened through the... She might have actually gone to that. Yeah, she, I might have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but all the other the other three that I mentioned, I know I saw those in theater, like mm-hmm. it, which is crazy. I, I thought Mama, oh my god, I, I know you and I yeah. went to that one and freaked out for the that longest time good. about it. But I thought that was crazy. You know, I mean, they were it's so smart that I never, as a consumer, like would have thought about it. I mean, they spaced it out just perfectly, and then like in the dead of winter, especially after the holidays, people are looking for shit to do. You know, and they're like, oh shit, here's like some more horror movies. It's it's just too perfect. Kind of blew my mind a little bit. So, going off that, Patrick, the movie Halloween, obviously tailored to the holiday. Have you ever yeah. seen the classic movie? I saw, like, a piece of it, but I was very not interested, so yeah. I haven't watched the whole thing. We mentioned it. I don't even know why we were talking about it in the beginning of this episode, but I just watched it this past weekend, and very unpopular opinion, I thought it was a garbage movie. I was Is not Is that impressed. an unpopular opinion? I feel like it's... Yeah, I feel like it's almost known as like a bad Halloween movie. I don't, I don't know. No, I don't. It, it's known as a fucking classic, though. Like, I mean, that's true. Like, there was like after the movie came out, there has been like I don't know three or four fucking remakes of it yeah. since then, and like people are still dressing up as it nowadays. Like it, mm-hmm. I thought it like, and like I even did like a, like as soon as I was done watching the movie, I got on my phone and like Googled. I was like, does anyone else think like this movie was just kind of like low key garbage? And a lot of people, I felt like, uh, like thought the movie was amazing, and then there was just like a small select like group that was like, "No, this movie's trash." And oh. I don't know, I just didn't get it. The like the like storyline was pretty like just like non-existent, and yeah. it just like was so fucking random the whole time. Like, there's not like a lot of like jump scares or anything like that. I mean, the whole time the like scary part. Is that the like killers just in the fucking background standing there like the whole fucking yeah. movie? Um, yeah. I don't know. I uh... and then I guess that became so popular that so many other <laughs> horror movies were like, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. It was. I don't fucking know. It was ridiculous. I I literally like it was. I watched the whole thing and I was just bored. I was not impressed. And you know yeah. me. I feel like I'm a. I, I judge movies pretty harshly, but I mean, if it's a solid horror movie, it's a solid horror movie. I'll fucking tip my hat to anything that I think is really impressive. Um, yeah. Uh, another the thing that I didn't really like about it, which I always I I wanted to ask this question too, like the whole. I, I hope. Are, do you plan on watching a classic at all? No. 
Okay, okay. So, like, the whole premise of, like, the girls that are, like, the main characters is they're all talking about, like, uh, oh, my God, let's go, like, fuck our boyfriends. And then there's, like, the one girl who's the main actress, like, I'm a virgin. Oh, my God. And I was like, why is this always, why, like, in horror movies, is it always about, like, someone having sex? And then yeah, when they're having sex, why the fuck are they always killed? Like, why? Oh, yeah. Like, that's such a classic thing, isn't that? Like, I mm. haven't really thought about it until I was, like, annoyed with the horror movie. But, like, there's always people dying during sex in horror movies. And it's, like, so cliche. Like, I mean, how many people are actually, like, you know, in, like, real life, you think, getting murdered while they're fucking? I, yeah. <laughs> I think if I was a killer and I, like, saw people doing it, I was like, shit. All right. I'll come back. Like, shit. <laughs> Like, don't I, mean to interrupt yeah, yeah, yeah you get it buddy like you <laughs> i don't know i just thought that was ridiculous and I, if you have a horror movie that you did or wrote about you didn't put a sex scene in there uh, hats off to you dude that makes me very happy because it's an overplayed thing and apparently when i was doing research for halloween i think this is one of the first like big blockbuster movies that like popularized the idea and i mean it came out in the like early 70s i believe and yeah so just... yeah i was very surprised that that's how late like all these horror movies came out yeah yeah like i was looking at classic horror movies and i was like holy shit they're all fairly like recent um mm-hmm. doing the dirt and getting killed i i, I don't believe it i don't believe it <laughs> i even like i i didn't actually like research it but i was like starting to type out i was like are there real murders where people were having sex and getting killed? And, and I was like trying to like word it in my Google search to like, if somehow someone found it, it didn't like look suspicious. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, after like five minutes of trying to like word it properly, I was like, all right, I don't fucking need to know. We're good. <laughs> I don't need to know about, I don't know. I, I was, my biggest thing I was afraid of was like walking into some weird fucking like, porn category that i didn't want to be a part of and <laughs> yeah yeah that's true and then every time i'm on my computer that's popping up and it's like jesus christ let's get out of here please <laughs> oh man one more question i definitely about agree with uh oh, the sorry. horror movies kind of following way too similar of tropes and that's yeah. actually kind of how freddy krueger actually came about hmm. is that uh the director wes craven didn't want him to just be like another jason yeah. you know just kind of you're talking shit. oh i'm just gonna kill people for <laughs> i, I think know, you're talking mad shit and not really do anything yeah i mean we're gonna have to have this actual <laughs> freddy <laughs> versus <laughs> jason we're, we're gonna kill each other i'm flying to florida <laughs> <laughs> no that's pretty interesting one interesting thing i thought about or i found out about uh freddy krueger just kind of a random fact was that it took three and a half hours every day to put on freddy's makeup oh my god to get that like burn mark look so Oof. i obviously did the uh quick and dirty version yeah. <laughs> no that took you three hours it took you three hours yeah you know uh, hats off to the makeup crew that that did that every oh, day yeah. and yeah, the definitely. actor that like sat there for that that's fucking insane oh yeah yeah that's so I mean, crazy another interesting thing was that the the glove that they had um was so heavy that it actually made you know the actor Freddie kind of drooped to one side, oh. and that's why throughout the movie he's like he's kind of walking around like that is yeah. because that's just kind of how heavy the glove was. That's so cool. I love little tidbits like that. I fucking wish I did some research about Jason. Now, damn, I'm I fucked up. 
I mean, you could do a quick, quick little Google search. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. I think there's a segment here. I'm going to finally put this fucking, let it be known. I've been holding this machete the entire time. All right. <laughs> I'm so in care. You know what? Fuck it. I'm holding on to it. I'm not quitting now. We're an hour oh, 10 deep in I, here. I took the glove off uh, immediately. Oh, no. no. See, I this is I'll, why. I'll put it back on. This is why I'm going to win the costume contest here. You see I don't how, know. I'm going to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been fucking swinging at the computer sometimes, too. I'm, I'm, I'm getting into it. Oh, have you really? Oh, geez. Oh, <laughs> I think you are going to win the, the oh, yeah. costume contest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to really ham it up for the last couple of minutes, and I'm just going to continuously put minutes. my glove in front yeah. of my face. You're not even talking. You're just fucking yeah. just freaking out. <laughs> One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better shut your door. Do you have the whole song memorized? Let's hear it. How long is I the do, song? I do, actually. No way. Uh. Oh shoot! Uh, five, six, grab a crucifix. <laughs> Seven, eight, can you stay awake? My bedtime Nine, song. ten, never sleep again. <laughs> that, that's a, and then you die. Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. Thank you very much for it. Oh my god, what an awesome episode! I'm so happy we're doing Halloween. That's so cool. Um, yeah, it's funny too because we both said we'd never really get that into it. But I yeah. know, I know. But Where the history of Halloween, I'm getting into. I think that's cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, dressing—that's what I'm talking about. I don't know, dressing up's cool and all, but like, I don't know. Besides a couple hours where like you're just getting, I don't know, drinking with friends or something like that. And then I feel like what, depending on your costume, like ha- by the end of the night, half of the shit's already off because you're just like, fuck it, I just want to like drink. Like this mask, how like. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Holy shit, yeah. dude. Jason Voris was a big boy. How tall do you think he was? 6'6". Six, 6'5". Six. Six, How about oh, weight-wise? Wow. Uh, 250. 275. He was a fucking wow. thick hog. I'm wow. impressed. Wait, you- so he's a real person? No. Well, I think... I don't I, I don't know who played him. Or is that him. the actor? I think that was the actor that played him. Uh. That's insane, though. His birthday is June 13th, 1944, I guess. <laughs> this is weird. It's like status deceased. <laughs> All these other little weird little tidbits. Holy shit. This thing's got so much history about him. Holy God. There's so many Friday the 13th movies. Patty, do you have some uh, uh, weird little Halloween traditions, I think, that you were looking up? Mainly the the jack-o'-lantern i gotta put the glove away <laughs> gotta get to the i got the, the machete tab. still it's machete on still. the it's on the right hand Look it's, at- it's, <laughs> it's not fair you can switch hands uh, <laughs> i may be going left if anything i think but there were i i guess the association with uh <laughs> black cats and like you know bad luck and all of that dates back to the middle ages where they were considered symbols of the devil hmm. and then they were also often associated with being a witch's familiar um you know an animal to like help assist in their evil magic plots and so since that time they kind of got linked with this whole halloween symbol of being bad luck and uh bringing those type of things yeah um but aside from that i was not able to find too many other interesting traditions. I thought it, it was interesting that uh, the association of bats with Halloween, um, not just with vampires, but the bonfires that they had for Sawin way you know, back in those times often attracted a lot of insects, which then in turn attracted a lot of bats to be kind of 
unusually present during those times. So because they saw him so much there and uh, they kind of brought about a superstition that they were kind of bringers of death and that if, you know, a bat would reside itself in your house, uh, one of the males in the house would end up dying. So, so yeah. Very strange. Dude, what the f- It's okay. I'm sorry. I've been reading the fucking history behind this, like, Jason Vorez character. It's insane how they, like, I mean, I understand for a movie and stuff like that, but was there a book or something? Because this is, like, a whole, this is, like, a whole, like, autobiography of this guy. This is insane. Oh, yeah. That, that definitely doesn't get mentioned in the film. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I mean, if it's in the film, it's just, like, skipped on over, like, the, like, the, the, just briefly. Like talked yeah. about. I remember, like it was like he he wanted to kill because he was like revenging his like mom, or something like that. I yeah, I don't really remember at all. Uh, I could fucking give it to you now. I mean, oh my god, dude, there's so much. There's like twelve pages of this like history shit. <laughs> Poor guy had hydrocephalus, which means he had like an abnormally large head and mental disabilities. You always tell me I got a tiny head, so I can't be a real good Jason, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we don't need to go into the huge history of this i'm sure a majority of the people that are listening right now know crazy though crazy i like the whole i'm interested in the history of freddy krueger too though honestly that sounds pretty interesting but either way now we're here at the end of the halloween episode this is the history Ooh. of halloween why would you trick-or-treating get all dressed up to go get a drink with friends and uh i hope you guys really enjoyed the ride uh make sure you guys Vote for who had the best costume. Send us an email, Facebook, whatever. They'll be posting <laughs> stuff. Maybe we'll make another survey monkey just with one question. Um, exactly. Who won? Other... Freddy versus Jason. It is a literal Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And do then don't forget to go care. vote, too. Yeah, don't in, forget uh, to go vote. That's in real life. Thing. Yeah, actually. Vote for us, but first vote for... I don't care who you vote for. Just no, no, no. Vote. First vote for us. Oh, We're... okay. We're the more important yeah. voting going on right now. <laughs> We're going to close the polls the same day as the regular polls. <laughs> oh, there you go. Should We're we make gonna... I voted stickers with Freddie and Jason <laughs> on them? Like pictures What's of us in costume? I voted stickers? That sounds fucking dope, actually. I, I would definitely be down to make those. All right. Whoever. If we want to make that a thing. We'll send you, you heard an it I here first. sticker with like a picture. We could just take pictures of our costume, honestly, and then slap it on. Yeah. The yeah. Sticker. That's what I was saying. Oh. Was like, yeah. Dude, that sounds so fucking tight. Dude, look at us. We're creating shit. Hey, ding, 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 ding. And then you can have it on your water bottle, slap it on a bumper of a car. <laughs> That'd be a cool little fucking sticker, though. I voted yeah. and it's got Jason or, or yeah, of course it's got Jason on there. Um. <laughs> I think yours is a little more noticeable of what it actually is. Mine is probably just like, who is that guy? Because yeah. you got the whole mask that's like basically already made for you. And me, it just hey, looks hey, I did like all I got a bunch of crap on my I did all the painting, all this. This is pure white. No, no. The the paint was very good, honestly. Thank you. I appreciate it. I like your makeup, too. Here, show me one more time before we let go here. Oh. I want to take a look at it. Right. Oh, we are still on the video chat. Yes, right. sir. Makes for good radio. There it is. Yeah. This oh, well, you know we are actually recording this for the first time, so another first for what's going on. Oh, look at that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Dude, we're giving you guys all the goods here. All right, <laughs> this is beautiful. I love it. We're f- officially signing off. Mr. Jason here. Don't forget to vote for both, and I hope you guys had a wonderful day, a happy Halloween. Stay safe out there. We love you. <laughs>
Are we done yet? Oh, we are. All right. Thanks for listening to What's Going On. If you have any questions that you want partially answered, write them in to what's going on the pod at gmail.com. No spaces, no apostrophes, no excuses. One more time. That's what's going on the pod at gmail.com. And we hope to hear from you soon. Please rate and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Thank you.